0: Welcome to the Heroic Hour, the podcast where we discuss and bring together technology, leadership, and culture to help you get fired up and mission ready for the great life. I'm your host, Nicholas McGill, Chief Experience Officer for Heroic Media. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 15. Before we get started on this episode, I'm making a few important changes to the show that I think you'll enjoy. First, You know, I've gotten a lot of feedback from fans and friends of the show, and there are three things that you guys kind of want from the Heroic Hour. You want shorter episodes that are easier to digest, you want a place to ask questions and get answers and get noble, heroic answers, and you want access to premium show notes with bullet points and action items. So you've listened to me, and I want to show you some love, and and I've been listening to you and uh, your feedback, so here's the new deal. It's my intention to shorten each episode down to around kind of about the 20 minute mark. But uh, fear not, heroes, I'm not going to be- deprive you of any nuggets or any meaty content, but I want to honor your time. So y- you won't be losing anything. I'll just do a better job of res- being more respectful with your time. Next, for all of you who want the lean version and the bullet point takeaways from each episode, if you get on my on my mailing list, if you get on the heroic mailing list, I will email you the Lean and Mean edition of the show notes with some follow-through action items to get you started, along with some exclusive field notes and behind-the-scenes stuff. You can sign up for the list at www.getheroic.com forward slash join. That's getheroi dot forward slash join. And finally, I love answering specific, meaty questions about business, life, and all things TLC, technology, leadership, and culture. And I'd love to hear from you. So for those of you who are signed up and are on my list, you can email me directly or post your questions uh, on the Get Heroic Facebook page. You can tweet me at IamHeroic or find me on Instagram at GetHeroic, um, and that's H-E-R-O-I-K. Or you can email me, Nicholas. So I hope you appreciate the changes that are going to be made to the show. I think it'll make the show better. And I look always, 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 always look forward to your feedback. Um, Let me know how I can make this better. Give me a review on, on iTunes or wherever you're listening to me. Please let me know how I'm doing and what I can do to make it better. All right, on with the show. In this episode, we are going to talk about EDC, which stands for Everyday Carry. And really what that means is we're talking about the everyday carry gear that will help you be mission ready come what may. And I'm going to share with you 13 pieces of battle proven gear, some technology and ideas that I use every day, as well as the principles that will help you make better decisions in your everyday heroic lifestyle. So this is going to be a fun episode. It's going to be very tech heavy. Uh, Get your pens and pencils and Amazon wishlist ready for this one. I think you're going to love it. Uh, what I'll have to share with you today. All right, let's get started. If you're an entrepreneur running a lean startup, a road warrior for a great company, or you just have the need for flexibility and versatility in your workday, the tools you carry every day are important to your success. Since so many of us work in public spaces these days, the tools we use and the way that we operate become part of those of our brand identities. So they're they're part of our brands. Um, there, there's a lot more at stake because of this, and most people are unaware of that, but it's really important to pay attention to what you carry and why you carry it to ensure that you're following you know, the heroic golden rule and always making room for what serves you uh, and getting rid of uh, the, the things that don't. Now, over the next few episodes, I'm going to walk you through three different layers of EDC, or everyday carry, for the digital nomad and the tactical professional. And this episode, this first episode, is going to be all about hardware. And then the next episode will all be all about software. And the third episode will be all about character and culture. So over these three episodes, you're going to get gear, you're going to get apps, you're going to get a cultural education, uh, uh, you know, over the course of hopefully I, I'll drop these out, out all at the same, in the same week for these three episodes. But in general, my philosophy that governs what I carry and how I operate is as follows. I favor workhorses over show horses. I favor utility over luxury and style where it counts. So having heard that, let's dive into kind of the gear to give you a sense of what I mean and how I use those ideas. Now, number one, first and foremost, backpack versus briefcase. What do you go with when you're running around, when you're working from everywhere, as is the standard? There's this notion that we should always strive to be more professional in what we do and how we operate. But at the same time, paradigms have shifted. Um, Culture has shifted. Work culture has shifted. The expectations have shifted. Um, How we operate has shifted, too. And so even I have fallen trap to kind of, you know, I always want to maintain a professional image. And so at one point in time, I tried to be the Mr. Briefcase guy and dress to the nines and, and uh, work it that way. But the reality is, um, with all the things that I carry on the go, a briefcase couldn't cut it. It couldn't fit all of the gear that I needed. And traveling with it on an airplane was an absolutely ridiculous idea. It just couldn't fit everything. That's that's the bottom line. But I still wanted to maintain a professional image. And I'm a big fan of rucks, which is another word for backpack. Um, I'm a big backpack guy just be, and messenger bag guy. I just like Carrying all the gear that I need on a regular basis, so I kind of found the best of both worlds and ponied up the big dough for a really high-end, uh, fancy pants uh, um, backpack, right? And so I got the Toomey Alpha Bravo Knoxville backpack, and it's incredibly expensive. I think you can get it for you know two thirds of what I paid for it at this point. I think I spent five hundred dollars. I think you can get it for three fifty on Amazon right now. But it's an amazing, luxurious backpack that with plenty of character plenty of, uh, it's, it's very well designed. It's very, very tough and rugged, but it's just one of those things that everyone will see everywhere you go, whether you're in the boardroom or in Starbucks. And it's really important with whatever you're carrying that it reflects, you know, who you are and what you represent. And so this is why I buy for style where it counts. And this backpack also meets all of my tactical requirements. It's got insulated pockets for beverages, um, reinforced A, a great ID chip system for locating it if it gets lost or stolen. Um, and it's just very, very well made. And it looks like it would blend in whether you're in a suit or jeans and a t-shirt. So it's very versatile in in that sense. So this is where it all starts. This is the thing that everybody will see when I'm wandering around a conference or, or um, wandering into a boardroom if I intend on working in that, that area. So moving on from that, what the heck do I stuff it with? You know, let's talk about laptops. MacBook versus PC, I'm going to throw down. I'm going to upset half of you either way. It's almost like the election we had. Um, I used to be an IT consultant for a decade. So unless you're a geek like me, it just doesn't make sense to carry a PC. Don't get me wrong. There's some good-looking equipment out there. I love my gaming desktop PC. I love the look of, of Microsoft's Surface Book line. But if you've read the reviews and you know the complaints, um And you know what goes on in the pc environment i just don't have the time nor the desire to be perpetually working on or troubleshooting some broken thing or another on a pc so bottom line the macbook is a workhorse and it, and it just happens to be a show horse. If you remembered what I said at the beginning, I prefer a workhorse over a show horse. This is your mobile office. This is, this is, it's really important that your primary computer be a workhorse, not a show horse. If I could rely on a PC not bugging out or getting malware or ransomware or something like that, I might consider switching. But I can rely on the MacBook. And, and I, use the, I use a 2013 MacBook Pro Retina 15-inch to be exact, and it's still kicking butt today. In fact, I'm recording this podcast using GarageBand on that Mac, same MacBook, so it's just worked solid. So even if you have to buy an older an older MacBook Pro, uh, you you can't go wrong. They have a lot of shelf life in in them. All right, but what about phones? Same sort of problem here. When it comes to phones, you know it's it's Android versus iOS, and bottom line, Apple wins again, even though. You know, they're kind of floundering these days. I wouldn't go out and get an iPhone 7 if you have an iPhone 6S, for example. I have the iPhone 6S. And, you know, the reason that I have an iPhone versus Android is that Android phones are notorious for inevitably getting bit rot, you know, meaning their performance rots over time. And to the point where they're working, uh, Google is working on its own OS from scratch. So this is a known systemic bug. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the freedom and openness of the pla- uh, of the Android platform, and I do love my Samsung Galaxy Tab 2014 edition. But a phone, just like the laptop, it needs to be a workhorse first and uh, a hobby machine second. So I don't screw around. It's really important. I rely on that device day in, day out. So That's why I went with the iPhone, and I think uh, you should too, unless you like working on stuff all day long. The fourth item on our little lovely list of everyday carry items, you'll hear me talk about the strength and power of a good paper practice from time to time. You'll hear me mention it in, in previous podcasts, and I do indeed carry a physical notebook. This is because I believe the act of physically writing has a deeper relationship or connection to the brain and it is less of an abstraction in terms of the level of interaction in, uh, versus what we do on the screen. So, however, I have lost a moleskin notebook with years of notes on it, and I've I've been devastated by that. I've lost a lot of work, so that's why I carry a hybrid solution. I use the moleskin Livescribe edition. It comes with this fancy pen. It connects to your smartphone. Um, it allows you to digitize your notes, and it syncs with your. It syncs your handwritten notes with Evernote. I you know I like it. Um, I wish that it synced notebooks with Google Docs, but you know I rest easy knowing that every. Um, physical or handwritten note that I, I write is backed up in case I lose that notebook. So that's really important. Now, uh, let's move on to headphones and headsets since we all carry uh, care about audio gear, right? Um, I used to carry some fancy Beats wireless headphones, but you know they simply take up more room than they're worth in terms of my workflow. In fact, I don't carry uh, over the ear uh, headphones at all anymore. Um, because they just take up too much room in, in my ruck. Uh, ha- and I won't carry anything without a microphone on it. So I carry two types of earbuds with me at all times. I carry a sealed pair and an unsealed pair. When, and what that means is sealed earbuds provide more noise cancellation by default. Because they really they they plug up your ears, literally. So you can't really hear as much of what's going around you. These are great for the gym when you're tuning out whatever um, bad music is playing at your local gym. Um, and this also helps in noisy environments. And on that front, um, I'm a big fan of Wirecutter's recommendation here, the, the $10 Panasonic uh, ErgoFit in-ear earbuds with the mic controller. Um, I'll have the model number in the, in the show notes or, or uh, on the email that goes out for everybody. Um, those are great, and they're so cheap to replace, so it's just a no-brainer. Now, when it comes to unsealed earbuds, they allow a little bit of noise in. Um, and and you just it helps you be more environmentally aware and aware of how loudly you're you're talking. And so I just use the default um, iPhone earbuds because they're decent and they work. In fact, I'm using them now to monitor uh, the recording of this podcast. They're not, none of these headphones are particularly sexy or unique, but they are effective. They're cheap and they're easy to replace. And that's important. Remember, I, I talked about, you know, the functionality and and how I'm more of a pragmatic guy and I pay for style points where it counts. Headphones, you, you don't need to throw down on, on that expensive headphones. Although I do have respect for you audiophiles out there. Now, the sixth item or a set of items that I carry with me to organize all these headphones, there are their super small foam zip-up cases that I bought from Amazon. They come in a pack of 3 There's some no-name white label brand. I think they're even Am- the Amazon Basic series. They cost under 10 bucks for a pack of three, and they're little foam uh, rectangular cases that, that you can quickly throw your, your earbuds in and prevent them from getting tangled in all of your other uh, cables that you may carry in your pack. Now, uh, speaking of cables, I carry all sorts of various lightning and USB cables of multiple lengths for all sorts of scenarios, but in general, um, I, I really dig the Anker Powerline series because they're braided, they're ballistic, um, and they're tough, and uh, I don't have to replace them. I never r- um, rip or tear or break them. Um, I've used several solutions over the years. Um to, to organize all of these cables. In fact, here are two solutions that I've used, and this is ridiculous. I've used that, that it system where it's all elastic bands and you have to organize everything and take 30 minutes to, to create a jigsaw puzzle with all your cables and junk. And then I've even either, I've even been Mr. Hipster and bought the $45 Hyden Park, all leather organizer. And, and then, um, Neither of those two solutions work really well because that nice little leather organizer you can't see into and it's hard to keep track of what's, what's in that bag. And so here's my $1 solution. This is my $1 hack. It's ridiculously simple. Um, And I'm sure everybody would be mad at me for recommending this. But look, at Walmart, you can get a pencil case for a dollar, a zip-up pencil case, the kind that insert into uh, three-ring binders. They have a nice little clear window in them. They zip up nicely, and they can hold all of your cables. And that clear plastic window uh, is really great because you can see inside that bag to make sure you've got all of your stuff. And I don't know about you, but I've made the double-take or triple-take at a cafe to make sure I'm not leaving cables and things behind, and this helps me rest assured um, uh, at the hotel rooms as well, which is the other place I'm commonly untangling all of this stuff. But it's a $1 solution. This is a no-brainer. People don't see it anyway. It stays in my bag most of the time, but it, it's a cheap organizational solution. Even though I own some fancier, nicer-looking um, organizational tools. I just, it's just a waste of money. You know, you go pragmatic on this stuff. One dollar, you can't beat that one dollar. They also have one that's rectangular, that's perfect, that that perfectly fits your MacBook Pro charger with the long cable to give you that extra length in case uh, some of you are tr- having trouble pa- uh, plugging in that just the power brick straight into the wall. Um, it's a simple solution. Use those pencil cases, abuse them, All right. The eighth major item of my everyday carry kit is, you know, I don't like to donate my business cards to other people's trash cans, which is where most business cards go if you don't do what most if if you do what most people do, which is hand them out to everyone regardless of the context. You know, I choose to operate on the Willy Wonka rule, and I may have mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast, but. I give out business cards only after developing a sincere connection and fanfare, and then you know making that recipient feel like they've got their hands on a golden ticket. I want a real connection before I hand out the means to contact and connect, because and that's really important. I don't know why everybody wastes their time, you know, running around with sales breath, handing out cards um, left and right because most people just throw them away, especially when you do it like that so mindlessly. So by holding back on how i give out cards i can afford more expensive nicer business cards that that um, make a lasting impression that's more in alignment with my brand goals and so as far as cards go i use the moo lux edition cards in the odd uh uk size just to stand out from the card uh, from the crowd rather um i love moo it's a bit pricey but when you follow that Willy wonka rule handing things out like a golden ticket instead of decorating trash cans you're not taking the shotgun approach to dispensing business cards, and you can afford to uh, spend more money per card and really qualify your prospects before you develop that uh, connection. Now, that all said, speaking of, uh, of little rules and tips that I like to use, there's another principle that I use to guide all of the electronics gear that I use, and that's called the, hero- the heroic principle of the plug, right? Right? Every charger I carry, I make sure it provides extra ports so I can share them with other people. This ensures that no matter what, no matter how busy the workspace is or how filled the cafe is or how filled the Starbucks is, I can walk up to somebody and ask if I can use the cl- the, the plug because even if that plug is taken, whatever I'm plugging in has extra ports to offer so I can offer to share. And if, I, if somebody walks up to me, they can ask to share my ports and I'd happily do it. This gives me yet another conversation starter whenever I'm out there out there, in in cafes and all over and in airports and I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy having conversations. So it sounds ridiculous, but you gotta think it through. Just using the principle of the plug, I have now these added opportunities to always have um, an outlet because I can share it with somebody else, even if they're already taking it. And if I'm the one who's already there, I can offer it to somebody else. I just think that's really cool. And we take the simple things for, for granted. So speaking of cords and cables, I love carrying uh, this six-foot Blue Lounge extension extension cord. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's got two plugs on it and two USB ports on it and a magnetic Velcro bracket so you can attach it to a bedpost or something and and magnetically attach it back and remove it when you're on the go the, the reason I carry this, this cord, this, this six foot extension cord with me is it's the right size. It's the difference between, um, getting a plug in a cafe and not getting a plug in the, in the cafe. It's the difference between computing from the bed in the hotel room or, or, uh, or not. Right. And, uh, it, it it can be the difference between having power and getting things done and not. And so I, you know, it's six feet long. It's perfect. It gives me space. I use it in the house quite a bit. I carry it with me everywhere. So it's a great little um, great little um, um, part of your kit. Now, that being ch- said, I do not get paid to advertise for Anchor, but I carry so much of their gear. And when I wrote this, I didn't know that I just used so much of Anchor gear. But here you go. Here's uh, a lot of Anchor gear that I'm about to drop on you. Um, I use a four-port charger from Anchor for, for USB charging. Um, it's got four of those... I think they're called Qi or or the Qi uh, uh, charging ports on there. So it charges devices super fast. It's about the size of a MacBook Air charger brick. It's small and powerful. And again, it's got extra ports on there so you can share them um, with somebody else or share them with your wife as I often do. Um, I also have the four port car charger from Anchor, and this does the same thing for my car. My wife and I don't have to compromise. Um, We can charge all of our devices when we're on the road. And I even keep a separate version of that charger in the back seat for passengers so that they can um, use them as well. And uh, the 12th item that's really important there is a, a battery pack. I strongly recommend you carry a battery pack. I'm not going to recommend the model that I carry, which is also Anchor, not because it's bad in any way, shape, or form, just because it's an older generation. So it's a little bit bulky, but it too has that, that uh, Qi um, Qi charging ports as well. So it It quickly charges devices. Um, So when I'm not near an outlet and my phone battery runs low, I've I've got something to plug into and charge my devices. And this is my go-to at conferences especially because if you're at the round table in the center of the room, there's no plug for you usually. But what's cool is when I pull this thing out, I also offer to charge other people's devices too. There's an extra port on there. So it follows that principle of the plug that I was sharing with you earlier. So this is a good way to you know get to know people, have some social context with your technology. This is what makes um, your everyday carry gear so worth it is you're adding context to develop and enhance relationships and get people to see the values and the character that you that you operate with now. Last, but by far not least, one of the reasons I ditched all those over-the-ear uh, headphones is to make room for this item. And this might sound crazy, but I always carry a physical book and highlighters with me because I make time to read and study. And and the, the book is always my backup if somebody bails on a meeting or a call. I'm never at a loss uh, of things to do at any moment because I can always take opportunity of that designated time. To, to read and to study, or to reread and master. life And, and to that end, wh- why did I mention the highlighters? Life is short. You own the book, you bought the book, nobody else is gonna read the copy of your book, so highlight the crap out of it, right in the margins. This way when you reread a book, you can fly through it and reread it quickly for mastery, just reread your highlights. So anyway, those are the 13 pieces of gear that serve me well. And they serve me as a digital nomad and tactical professional every day. Now more important than the specific recommendations uh, of the gear itself that, I, that I've thrown at, at you, um, it's how you use it. And I want you to remember these important nuggets. Um, one, working in public is a demonstration of your brand in action. Every element shapes the perception of who you are and what you're all about. Be mindful, people are watching. And understand that and choose and define who you're going to be. Number two, you know, favor workhorses over the show horses. You know, that's function over fashion. Um, It's okay to buy the, the ugly workhorse over the pretty piece of crap, right? It's utility over luxury sometimes. But also, you know, remember to buy style where it counts. Number three, remember the principle of the plug. Always offer an extra port to share with others. Always be in a position to offer an extra port to share with others. A lot of people are introverted these days. Um, this is a good way to interrupt the flow of what they're doing and, and relate and connect to them human to human, face to face, belly to belly. If you always have a plug to, for yourself and others, you'll never run out of one for yourself. Because like I said before, if you're walking up to somebody and they're using all the plugs, you can plug yours in and they still have theirs too. Or if you're the guy who's hogging the plugs, there's an extra port for them as well. Um, and last, uh, la- the last item here, remember the Willy Wonka rule when it comes to business cards. Don't hand out your business cards willy-nilly to decorate the trash cans. Follow the Willy Wonka rule. Treat it like a true privilege. Um, give it out as a golden ticket to the people who-, who you really connect with and resonate with, who are qualified prospects or just qualified good people who you really actually care about. Form the relationship first, then exchange the material to follow up and follow through. All right. If you liked any of these tips, if you liked this episode, if you want me to email you, you know, uh, um, a list of with all of the specific Amazon links to where you can find all of these recommendations, be sure to sign up for our list. Um, if if you want the, some action items and some follow ups, check out our sh- show notes too. If you want um, more details, and and you can find all of this at getheroic.com, um, and and. If there's anything that I'm missing out, you know, I'll I'll be sure to leave it in the show, show notes. Anyway, that's all the time I have. I promised you I'd get this done in around 20 minutes. So it's time for that jam session, time to power up and bring your energy back up. I hope you find these recommendations worth it. I hope you use the guidelines to make yourself mission ready for the great life. And I will catch you on the next episode. Welcome to the Hidden Track After Party for this episode of the Heroic Hour. I wanted to give a few extras away um, as to things that are part of my everyday carry that, uh, that might not be essential to most uh, digital nomads or tactical professionals but if you're familiar with the concept of EDC you're probably wondering why the heck didn't he mention sunglasses knives and wallets and all this stuff that we with this EDC porn that we see on Pinterest so let me go over that really quick because I do carry quite a bit of that um, you're probably familiar with all the things the EDC pictures that they show on Pinterest and when it comes to sunglasses and wallets you know um, my wife and I are very Pragmatic when it comes to some things. And I've got the $20 or less rule when it comes to those two things because I use, abuse, and lose them so easily. Um, and so we kind of prefer to, you know, like I don't mind having beater sunglasses and stuff because they're always at the bottom of some body of water somewhere. That's where they end up. Um, now, when it comes to knives, on the other hand, I am a knife aficionado and I often carry with me a Spider Co. Paramilitary 2, uh, G10 grip. or or on the cheaper end, a Kershaw Skyline, just because I don't care if I lose it or not. Um, And I also carry a multi-tool, a Leatherman OHT or one-hand tool. And then randomly, um, on the digital side of things, I usually carry with me a SanDisk Cruiser, usually a a 256-gigabyte USB thumb drive in case uh, Wi-Fi isn't an option for file transfer. And the reason I didn't mention these in the main show is just because... um, it's it's kind of not common for everybody and not that there's not that much use for uh, USB thumb drives anymore. Anyway, also, on that note, I'm a big watch geek and I own three smart watches. I own two different versions of the Pebble, um, including the original Pebble and the Pebble time Steel, uh, a Kickstarter edition of that. And I also own the Apple watch. But um, obviously, these are kind of more luxuries uh, uh, than than necessities. But um, I really do love the Pebble Time Steel. I find myself using the, the Apple Watch more often than not, but that's simply because of Apple Pay. Um, and I wish I could re- recommend the Apple Watch, but I, you know, if it weren't for me being addicted to using it for Apple Pay, I don't know that I could recommend it. So many of the features um, aren't useful. Drawing pictures on a watch is ridiculous. But the, the, I'm really excited about the new Pebble Time Steel uh, 2, the new one that's coming out. So on that note, I think that about covers all of the gear side of EDC, so be sure to check out the next episode, and I'll cover software and apps, and we're going to have loads of fun on that one. So I'm keeping this under 30 minutes, save for this jam session. So let's lift up our energy. Let's crank it out. If you're at the gym, if you're in the car, let's jam out, rock rock out, enjoy this session. This is about you. This is your time. Lift yourself up. Get heroic. Get there. Seize the day. Carpe that dm. Let's get it done.